But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the 99th episode of Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. We're the fucking Wayne Gretzky of podcasts right now. I didn't think it would get this far, gotta be honest. But We, um, we kind of hoped we'd be canceled by now. Yeah, so welcome in, as I said, and uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into winners and losers. Let's waste as much time as we fucking want. 99 episodes in, if people have been listening this whole time, they know what they're in for. I don't know where the fuck the... <laughs> I don't. I forget what the fuck it's called. There it is. <laughs> Win, motherfucker. Yeah, winning. All right, Larry. What do you got? You hot shot. You got the winners right. and the losers. You don't want to waste any time. What do we got? Um, big winner from this past weekend. Uh, Drew Gulak coming back to Philadelphia. Being on Evolve against his former tag partner and catch point, it it just was a great weekend for Drew Gulak. Um, the match against Riddle was a great, great match. Then he turns around, goes next night, still in his hometown, but in the big joint, and the big joint retains his title at the Wells Fargo Center. I mean, this had to be one, probably one of the best weekends. Of his professional career. Speaking, speaking of the best, I mean, how great was that segue that we just hit? We just hit the the Gonna Fly, the Rocky, talking about Philadelphia, talking about a champion in Philadelphia. Do we do anything badly? No. <laughs> Everything that we do is so calculated. We are the cerebral... 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 <laughs> cerebral. We did the weeble... We're something. We can't, pro- we can't pronounce what we are, but we're something, apparently. The Weeble Assassin of the uh, podcasting universe. I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the show. Oh, that should be real fun. So, uh, yeah, Drew Gulak, it was um, great to be in attendance for that match against uh, against Riddle. Um, and I thought the match itself, I had to go back and watch it because we missed it on the pre-show. But uh, it was that was, a, that was a really good match as well. So, I mean, all in all, good weekend for Drew Gulak. I'll take that as a big win. Who do you got for the uh, the L? Who got the big old L? Um, I'm going to go with McIntyre. So we went from one Drew to the other Drew. Yeah. So that's pretty funny that you you would have never thought that Drew Gulak would have been in the W column and Drew McIntyre in the loser column. But yes. why, why or why do you have him in the loser column? Um, Really because... He's still continuing to be Shane McMahon's lackey and used as just this bodyguard, which everyone knows Drew is is better than that. And do then, we do we know he's better than this? Yes, we do. How do we know this? Um, the Indies, NXT, everything he's done since he reformed himself and turned himself into the wrestler that Vince saw 
when he first started. So do we think that there's going to be some sort of plan for him? Is there is this leading to anything, or is this the telltale sign of Vince McMahon not being able to pull the trigger on anybody but Brock Lesnar? That's a good question. Braun I mean, Strowman, mon- monstrous, and I don't mean no pun intended on this, monstrous push to start his career after he got out of the Wyatt family. He went on a tear, pumped the brakes, Evidently, they made up some bullshit that he had some heat in the back, and he was stunted ever since. Yes. Lars Sullivan disappeared. I don't think too many people were upset about that, but he was going to be your next freak, your monsters, your freaks, your beasts, your lions, your tigers, your bears. Oh, my. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and not only, aside from being Shane's lackey, it's the sheer fact that you're constantly having him lose. Yeah, he's yet he's, he's this big unbeatable he's monster. Pin, he's eating the pin for McMahon. Yeah, I mean, and you're losing this. I mean, no offense to Cedric Alexander, who's an amazing talent, but you shouldn't be putting Cedric Alexander over Drew McIntyre. Why not? Why don't? Why don't? It's not like he beat him with his finisher. He beat him on a roll up. Everyone gets lucky. I understand that, but if it was if it was luck, and if it was only the first time this has happened in a while, you do know this is scripted, right? Look, <laughs> you ask me to put shit together. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the best I can. But let's thing like if you're talking about being pushed and stuff like that, you can't have this guy that you want to build up. Do they want keep to losing? Though? Obviously not. I mean that that's the thing is well, that now yeah. you look at them the way they're they're building them, and obviously. They're not. They're not looking at him as the guy. Let's put it this way: If this was a, a pay per view match between Cedric Alexander and Drew McIntyre, he would have squashed him in ten, in less than ten minutes, probably mm-hmm. five minute match. Yeah, Cedric Alexander wouldn't have went over on the pay per view. I don't think. I don't believe. So, so for TV, for and and you're all right with him losing to Roman multiple times. N- well, no, because I th- I thought that Roman coming back is he should have went on a completely different trajectory. I thought that him coming back from something as serious as cancer, yes, I know that he beat it. He's in great shape again, and they want to make him look... He was already the superhero before he got sick, and now he's even more of a superhero. But I think in storyline circumstances, Roman was good if he came back, lost a couple, and then had to work his way back. I think it was an... It was a better and it made more sense of a storyline. I agree. So, am I okay with him beating Roman beating McIntyre? I mean, at this point, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it. I mean, it's it's when you saw McIntyre the way he came back. It's week by week with the WWE. Things can change within a week, but I feel as if that with Heyman. Or Bischoff now, hopefully this is all leading towards something. I mean, we can already see that they're already starting to... They already have the the anti-McMahon in Kevin Owens. So yes. that looks like that's the new thing. And that could that be... Like, he bounced from... He put Roman over. Just put the list of people that Shane has been putting over during this... This crazy fucking run that he's had of being the best in the world. Yeah. The only person I don't think he put over was The Miz. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was going to say that because The Miz is not on that list. No. Which he should have probably been. Uh, yes. At Mania, he should have yes. been. Yes. 
But anyway, um, we'll continue. I'm sure we'll get but, back but into does, that. No, I, yeah, but I don't want to get I don't want to get rid of it yet. Okay. I don't want to get rid of it just yet. Okay. The Miz isn't the guy. The Miz has no. his own thing. Correct. He's yeah. got, he's he's the Miz. He's the A-lister. He's not the guy. He's not the the guy that's going to be massively over with all the fans because of what he did as a heel. I mean, he's a lot like Orton. He's another type of Orton. You know, like he can be plugged into a lot. You can trust him to do a lot. You don't have to really worry about him. He's a WWE guy who you can use in any situation. He is that he's Swiss not, Army knife. Like he's Orton not going to be the guy that they're going to drag out. Because Shane is prepping for something. He's getting all this TV time for the anti-hero. And you thought it was Roman. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was just a one-off match with Roman. Well, not a one-off match. But program. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. A one-off program that didn't see. He foiled him, but it wasn't like he didn't put an end to him. Now he's kind of moving on to different things. We don't know what yet, but he's moving on to something else. This whole thing seems like it's been building for someone to stop him, someone to get the massive rub of ending Shane McMahon, and that looks like it's going to be Kevin Owens. Yes. The perfect person to now put as the face of the brand with Kofi, of course. But he might get he might be more over than Kofi by the end of this. Yeah, you're right. I think Kofi's run might be coming to an end as far as being as over as he once was in Kofi Mania with all that. And that just goes to the short attention spans and the lackluster booking just meeting in the middle and completely cluster fucking all of wrestling. Yes. So move on to a loser. And, and the loser. Or no. Ooh. I'm sorry. That was loser. We were still with McIntyre. I'm sorry. Um, let's go with the next winner, which is Austin Theory versus JD Drake at Evolve. This match, both these, I mean, I should really probably say the fans are winners because these guys tore the house down. Now, I want you to prelude this with what you told me before the you, you told me about the match. But Well, not before you told me about the match, but tell me your mindset going into it before the match happened. Um, it was kind of like, I keep hearing about Austin Theory. I heard how good he was, and I've never really heard too much of this J.D. Drake, so I thought... Mind you, we've seen Austin Theory twice live. Yeah. But I've never, I've never seen it. You've never really paid attention. No, I've never like seen it. What I've never seen oh, what people were it, saying. The it factor. Exactly, and I thought, eh, all right, this could be a throwaway match for me because I really, eh, I don't care. And man, it had me invested from the bell. It was just a. It helped Paul Heyman came out and and did the introductions and all that, which hooked you. Um, but. It made it, it, it made was, it feel like a big fight. Feel. It did it put that extra. It really element. did. Yes, and the match they tore the house down. It was it was great. It was such a good match, and Austin Theory should have won. He's the future. They're trying to build him up. I it, thought they were going a different route with it. I thought that Austin Theory was going to drop the belt, and for sure, I thought he was headed to NXT. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I could have saw that. Yeah. That absolutely. was my mindset from watching it. At home. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I feel like, because I didn't see J.D. Drake being the guy to go to NXT. I thought he was going to be the guy, the the, the next torchbearer. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. They, they could have went that way, obviously. That's, but that was which way I had it pegged. Yeah. But I'm, I was glad I was wrong. It was a great, it was, look, that whole card, mm -hmm. that was 
the weekend stealer for me. It was, absolutely. And being able to watch everything as objectively as I could from the comfort of my own couch, <laughs> sitting on my ass cheeks. I mean, it stole Saturday for sure. Yes. It definitely was the top show Saturday. And, I mean, Sunday, Extreme Rules was what it was. I thought that that anniversary episode was very special. And they did a great job of making that known. Mm-hmm. So I and the 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 card was full. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, kudos to Theory and Drake and anyone who's in attendance knows how great that was. Uh, anyone watched? It was just the the entire night. It's still and running on the WWE Network. If you haven't seen it yet, yes, it's definitely worth the watch. So uh, now to the next loser and. The number one contender battle royal, I'm calling a loser. The whole thing in general. The number one contender battle on royal. Raw. You know what? I started the match. I didn't end the match. <laughs> the match ended me. I was just going to say that, yeah. Um, I thought it was just kind of a cop-out. I thought it, it was going to lead to maybe a SummerSlam rematch between Orton and Brock to vis- revisit that whole thing where he busted them open and... You could have had this story already built in, and then they just go with Seth Rollins, which I love Seth Rollins. I think Rollins is very good. But Do you love him as much as you did when he put on that Iron Man match? When he put on that clinic? No, it's faded. When he, no, it's faded. When he was absolutely tearing it up as the Intercontinental Champion, yeah. not the Universal Champion. Yeah. His run with that was phenomenal. Yeah, Absolutely, it was. Ever since no that, one could touch him. Yeah, he was he was burn it down. He was yeah. if he was saying what he was saying to Osprey back then, there would have been no argument. Yeah, um, Seth Rollins was the workhorse. Seth Rollins was the most over person in wrestling. You're right. He was the best wrestler on the planet. But now, with lackluster booking and a pretty short and unsubstantial title run opens the doors for many others to be in that same category of best in the world. Yeah. I, I just thought, I don't know, it was a cop-out. I thought it could have been done a lot better. Say, you wanted Cesaro. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would have yeah, taken Cesaro. I would have taken a lot of guys in that match, to the be honest. Big E? Yeah, absolutely. Big E would have been another one. It would have been great to see something that would have been absolutely unexpected. But they, then again, now you know what the main event is. It's Brock Lesnar. Seth yes. Rollins. Brock Lesnar, though it is Brock Lesnar, and he can main event whatever the fuck he wants to main event, it doesn't have the same sizzle except for Rollins and Reigns. Yeah. Strowman. Yeah. I'll give it to Strowman if he was still the monster. Yeah. He's kind of like a pet now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just, I don't know. It's like sloth. You just let him out sometimes. (laughs) I don't know. I, yeah, I just Eats thought his baby roots. it was. I mean, it, a battle royal is what a battle royal is. It's not a very technical match, but I, I don't, don't know. I'm not a big fan of the matches anymore that d- decide the number one contender out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I would like to see someone step up, or maybe two people step up, and then you get it that way. Like, okay, now we have to fight it out. Yeah. To see who faces this person, and no, it doesn't have to end in a triple threat match. <laughs> it doesn't have to do that. It can be a normal build to get to the next person and then build. Like, it's it's tier building. Instead yes. of just picking one person one night, it, you could t- build it in tier. Yeah. Um, Although that gives nothing for your champion to do while these two are duking it out. True. 
Well, and then, but I mean, back but in the really, '90s, what, what, what a, you would do is you would stick your champion at commentary. I mean, hence Undertaker, Kane, when they were fighting, or Undertaker, or not, I'm sorry, Kane and Mankind, when they were fighting for number one contender, you had Stone Cold sitting at the table, and then you set up the Undertaker pulling the mask off, and he's the one who won. Like, that's how you always used the champion. You didn't. Yeah, he never, he never really was. No, you didn't need that. He just sat there and watched. So you could. Why can't we bring that back? You That's mean? actually a good point. That's actually a really good point. One of those things from the nineties mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to be like the stupid, over the top gimmicks and whatnot. Yeah, like something just as simple as that would be a nice touch. Yeah, I, I like where your head's at. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, next one, the winner, and right now. After watching what I've watched, Will Ospreay being Uh-oh. the winner this week. Uh-oh. How do we have a, a, a loser of Seth Rollins and then a winner of Ospreay? Do we have to have them on the show again? Do we have to? <laughs> we don't want that. The people don't want that again, but we might have to. He just continues to prove that right now he is the best in the world. Now, that's all objective, of course, because he of could course. be the best high flyer. Yeah. Because that's pretty much if his you arsenal. Wanna, yeah, if you want to put it in the box and kind of categorize it, yeah, absolutely. There's but a just, lot, lot of technically sound wrestlers that are better than Will Ospreay, but mm-hmm. I think that you're going for entertainment purposes and all around the most interesting matches that you've seen so far. Yes, Will Ospreay would be near the top or at the top, mixed in with a couple other people maybe. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, I watched these. I watched the two matches I watched. Actually, I watched three of his. Uh, him against Sonata, him against um, Ibushi, and him against uh, Lance Archer. And Lance Archer won. It was quicker. It wasn't as all over the place, but it was still a very good storytelling type match. Where Ibushi, good lord, Ibushi and Osprey, they tore it down it was nuts and it also had neither one of them have any regards for their body no mind you no and they're always the ones that are taking these neck yeah these head, head these head spots. and neck shots yeah they're just it's insane the it's insane that that, that that came out of this match the gif that i've seen on twitter a thousand oh, times now reverse the re, yeah was it the reverse um i forget what it's called but hang hangman used to do it yeah and osprey landing right on his neck and yeah. like Right on the back of his head and his neck. Oh, it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. There's other ways to tell a story besides that. Like, the holy shit moments that he pulls out aren't always, like... Necessary. No. Not in the slightest. Yeah. Like the one he took with with the villain. Yeah. Oh, that one still gives me chills every time I see it. Look, he broke his neck. And he almost did. Yeah. How many more times? You can only be the best in the world if you're there. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. If you're sidelined with fucking concussions and neck injuries, you're not the best in the world anymore. You were for a short spell, but longevity, my friend. And I love Will Ospreay. I, th- I thought he was the best before we got to this point of where the Twitter feuds and all that shit. Yeah. But there gets a point in time where, yeah, you're putting on great matches, but for how fucking long? Knock on wood. Yeah. No, I agree. But it, it, but I tell you what, it's one of the most entertaining things to watch when you get two guys that can go like Abushi and him. It's almost like, it's like, it was insane. It's like Travis Pastrana and Evil Knievel and like shit like that. Yeah. Like uh, one of these times, this person, like how many times can you jump over a fucking, uh, a, a whatever the hell, uh, like a, the cliff. Yeah. Like the gorge. Like, yeah. Like the gorge. 
That's all I was thinking. I was like, it's not the gorge. Why am I going to call it the gorge? The Grand Canyon? Yeah. The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the last loser that we have, um, I'm calling out the Long Island fans that were in attendance. Why? What did they do besides being New Yorkers? Yeah, yeah that's really what they're guilty of. For this fatal four-way match to find you out. That? You hear that, New Yorkers? You're guilty of being you. Um, you who was going to face Alexa Bliss? No. Bailey. Uh, Bailey. Sorry. Okay. Alexa Bliss. No, I think I'm wrong. That wasn't for Bailey. Bailey's fighting Ember Moon. Yeah. That was for Bailey. Oh, what did you say? Alexa Bliss. I said Alexa Bliss instead we of went Becky Lynch. Jesus yes. Christ. Almighty. We're all over the place. Episode 99, <laughs> the one where we forgot everything. Um, but, I mean, the fans just never gave this match a chance. You never gave it a chance. And we say it a thousand times on this show, they tried to get themselves over instead of getting the match over. And it just, it was, it, you feel bad for the women who busted their ass in that match. Now, after seeing this and after hearing the chants and after reading all the uh, responses on t the Twitterverse, which we know that they can be very rational at most times and <laughs> just on point and very accurate. Those rants that we see on Twitter so much. So I put the question out there just to see how the people felt, just to see what was going on. Yes, it was a day later. I probably should have done it more in the heat of the moment. I could have gotten a lot more interesting responses, but the question was, In your opinion, because we value your opinions so greatly here on this show, what were your thoughts about this? This is awful chance during the women's elimination fatal four-way from Raw. So. Now, so my thought process to begin with was, um, was it warranted? I never think of this is awful chant. Like, during any match, I don't ever think that this is awful chant is ever warranted. Because you know the performers are in the ring. You know them. You've seen them thousands of times. And you know that what they're capable of. Were they ever capable before of a this is awful chant? Do they ever deserve to hear themselves? They're not the ones booking it. Yes, to the performers out there. But I never feel like that, to go to that level of the this is awful. I don't even really like the this is boring. Like, I don't need to hear it. Yeah, if I feel like it's boring, that's okay. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, a it, a dead you're, ruining, you're ruining the show at that point. When you're chanting this is boring and it's coming through. It kind of gets annoying. It does. That's more annoying than the boring match. Yeah. Is hearing the fucking three people go, this is boring. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? There's like a thousand concessions out there. You can go grab yourself a hot dog and stuff it down your throat and we don't have to hear you anymore. You know? Yeah, I agree. I know. You, everyone pays their money. Everyone gets to do whatever they want. They can bring flamethrowers if they want and they can burn and incinerate half of the crowd because you know what? They paid their $40 for that upper to mid region ticket and they can do whatever the fuck they want they can hijack the show if they want because that's what the people at home want to see they want to see and they want to hear a bunch of fans chant something completely stupid and think that they're the coolest people on earth that is exactly what we want at home we want to hear the the most ridiculous and un 
I don't even. I'm, I, <laughs> you ran un, out of words? Un, unbelievable things. Like, I want to see beach balls. I want to hear CM Punk. I want to hear this is awful. I want to hear this is boring. I want to hear both these guys. And this show sucks. And screw you, Vince. And one, two, three, kid. <laughs> I want to hear all of it. It was actually one, two, three. They had the kid part. But anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, let's go to the first response. <laughs> And uh, the first response from Lee Myers. And uh, <coughs> Lee says, fans have every right to voice their opinion. When you see a crap film, you tell everyone how crap it was. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to stop you right there. When you see a crap film and you're in the fucking movie theater, I was thinking are the same you thing. that jerk off that stands up and go, this thing sucks. <laughs> this movie sucks. I was thinking that as because soon as I read it, I thought Because you paid thing. your $13 to go to that movie theater, you have the right. Do you know what happens when that person stands up? Because the fucking 40 or 50 other people might be enjoying this movie. Exactly. And yeah. the three little assholes in the front who are saying, this this movie sucks. A, they get escorted out because we live in a civilized world. But if we didn't, how many things do you think would be chucked at those people's head? Or at the shut, least. Or you would hear, shut the fuck up. Yeah. If you're in Philly. Yeah. So anyway, Alexa moaning about it isn't going to make it go away. Being a better entertainer is. By her logic, you should pay your money and have to cheer everything and keep quiet. No, that's... Eh, no, that's... This that's, is this is awful is not a jeer. No. It's not... This is a shot at the performers in the ring. This isn't a boo. Mm -hmm. If you're booing, that's one thing. Telling them that they suck and that they're awful. And not in telling them they suck in the context of they're a heel and you're just trying to get under their skin. No. This is like you're legitimately insulting their profession and what they're doing. Yes. And it's completely you're making, different. You're making them feel like shit. Yes. Because they're busting their ass trying to get on TV. They finally get on TV and this is how they're treated. Yes. I, f I, feel like I, I feel like I'm putting off a Stephen A. Smith vibe right now. <laughs> you kind of are, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you're getting up there. Let's go to... Uh, this show's going to get interesting. <laughs> High Spots 420. And, um, <laughs> Rock on, man. His profile picture is Rob Van Dam. So. <laughs> uh, Fitting. If they would properly utilize the time given, I don't think you would have heard those chants. But you had so many rest holds and the dumb Mella pin after pin and scream spot. Then Alexa was hiding out of the ring for most of the match. It made for a long and grueling match. Yes, I will give but... him, I'll give him that. Was the this is awful chant warning? No, but I will give him this that that match was very very poorly set up. It was scattered all over the place. It didn't look like there was any vision or any real plan for it the whole time. Yeah, it it came off as a mess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was it was not, by no means am I saying that this was the match of the night or the match of the week. This was not good. My biggest gripe with it was that why am I to care that any of these people besides Alexa Bliss are going to win? And why am I going to think that they have a chance? I know that they're former champions, yes. But they haven't been featured or they haven't even been mentioned besides Mella a couple times and doing her whole shtick with R-Truth for the 24-7 title, which I don't really count as, okay, you're on TV, but what the hell are you doing? Yeah, you're not wrestling. You're not yeah. winning matches. And you're at this point, you're just a valet. You're just at, your truth is there doing the work. You're kind of just there to hop on his back and take a ride. And take the ride. So, Becky Lynch, massively over. She's she's the champ, the yeah. champ's champ, the yeah. man. She's got the moniker and all. So why am I to think that 
any one of these four ladies has a chance against the man when they haven't been featured at all or even talked about or even been And now Natalia thought. wins. And do you really believe Natalia versus Becky is... No, it's the the event is in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So you picked a Canadian to get the pop. I did like her promo afterwards. I will say that. I agree. I do like that side of Natty. And I do like... I don't care that she said the word bitch mm-hmm. or ass or anything like that. She showed a little spine, though. Yeah. Yeah, standing is, up to Alexa the way she did and the way no. they cut the promo. Becky. I'm gonna keep oh, why correct. do I keep why do I keep putting okay. Alexa in you, that? You can keep messing it up and I'll keep <laughs> correcting you. I don't understand why I have Alexa Bliss in the brain, but keep going. You were the one talking. I know, but I thought you were gonna I thought you had a point after that. <laughs> no, I just wanted to correct you. You were I the don't, one talking. I like the way she does it because she hasn't had she went to heel for a while and then and then kind of it, she gets put in the back. Just like all the women have. All the women there's one or two that now are only being featured, and a lot the, of the women aren't. The only one that I would throw out there that would have a chance against, well, Ronda's going, the only one is Charlotte. The only woman that could be just leave for an extended period of time and not be featured on TV, come back, and legitimately be like, okay, well, she could legitimately win, would be Charlotte, because she's the only one that has been prominently featured for over and over and over and over again, and all the rest of the women really haven't. So why am I to think that, oh, your hottest star right now is going to be beaten by Natty or Naomi or Alexa Bliss even, or Carmella? I mean, I really, I don't say it. No, I mean... And first, and secondly, there's the, why, they're not, what are they going to do with the title? Right now, you're struggling for ratings as it is. And you have a hot champion that you still can't seem to get fully over. So who's to think that, oh, well, Becky can't do it. Natty sure as hell probably can, right? (laughs) No offense to her, but no one else is going to elevate it, except for Charlotte. No, right right now you're right. Because they've done such a disservice to the women after the evolution. After that main event, that was about it. It all dropped off. No, that was before the main event. I'm talking about the pay-per-view. Oh, they rode oh. that high, and they had all the buzz. Yeah. And they went, took right in the back seat. Mm-hmm. So now we move to Scott Rand, who he says that he thinks it speaks to the fact that the weekly shows are still nowhere near as entertaining as the pay-per-views. They need to find a way to carry the momentum from a great event, and most of those fans probably watched the pay-per-views and were consistently entertained for four hours. That's a little debatable. But now they're forced to sit through commercials and backstage segments for three-plus hours. They get bored, frustrated, and unfortunately lash out. And quite frankly, was a very poor match that featured women who, storyline-wise, haven't been built and deserve a title shot, like you were just saying. Thank you. But um, to be... I don't know. The pay-per-views, yes, they've picked up in in, rec- in recent weeks and they're months. Be- they're better. They've gotten better. Great. But before that... There was no one who wanted to sit through a four-hour WWE pay-per-view. Fuck, no one wanted to sit through the eight-hour WrestleMania. Exactly. But it just... But I see see what he's saying. I understand. Like, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of shit at at Raw and at SmackDown you have to sit through. There's not a lot of bullshit during the pay-per-views. It's pretty much match, 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 match. You'll get some commercials and shit and some downtime, but not as much as you're going to get on... Monday Night Raw. The live shows. Yeah. The TV. Yeah. So, but you go into that expecting you should go into that. You know that, that though, of you, course. You yeah. know you're, there's going to be some lulls. Yeah, 
And do you really go to Raw for the pristine wrestling? <laughs> I mean, it's a shame to say, but no, you don't not really you no. want to be entertained, and you're probably not getting that with great matches. You want to be entertained by mic work and stupidity. Yeah. And people going through fucking LED signs. So, speaking of Monday Night Raw, our next topic question picks up with what happened on Monday Night Raw. Ah, an interesting turn of events. Yes, so we finally get The Fiend. For the first time, Bray Wyatt comes back. He's in the ring. And yes, he has a... All of a sudden, they shut the lights out, and I like how they progressively did it. I like how they progressively did it. I hate how the explanation was. Michael Cole goes, I thought we might have had a power outage. If you had a power outage, they're all going out at the same time, genius. And your concession lights and all that in the back, they're going out too. Come on. We're not stupid. Don't be stupid because we're not stupid. So we see, of course, the lights come on. The Fiend hits them with Sister Abigail. And now what looks like could be a Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. That's the word on the streets. Leading to SummerSlam. SummerSlam. So, And we could have... The, the demon against the fiend. So, Joe put out a question. What's a better payoff? Demon Finn versus Fiend Bray or a Demon Finn joining Fiend Bray in starting a demented faction? I got to say, when I read this and you put it out... It had, gave me a second thought. It, I, I, I literally had to... I'm sitting there going, man, what would I rather see? Because I kind of rather see them together... Because, like we've said before, there's not enough stables, and they kind of need to bring these factions in. There's new leadership in the in the department of general managers and whatnot, and program directors. But I think if you were going to do that, you're doing exactly what you did with Hardy at that point. You know what I mean? Well, you brought Hardy in, you did the thing with Bray, and then he beats him, and now all of a sudden he's reincarnated in their team. And here's like, the thing. I wasn't it. thinking of it as a tag team. No. I was not thinking of it. It was the same idea we were talking about last week. Here's how I envision this faction. Not them teaming up. I envision Bray Wyatt is this this psychopath that has like this... It's almost like a cult where he has followers. Where he's corrupted the minds of select few. It's almost like what fucking CM Punk did with the uh, Straight Edge Society. Except no one's shaving their heads and doing anything weird. It's more like the... And I know this would be Finn taking a backseat kind of to Bray, but if Finn's winning and Finn's demonic all the time, it's a win for everyone anyway. So they're not tagging. You might get Finn in a match with a middle card, the top tier guy, and Bray is out. He doesn't even need to be out there. He could be, there are hints of him. The lights can do something weird. We've already talked about this. Yes. This is my mindset for Bray Wyatt to start a faction. He brings them in. He doesn't tag with them. He doesn't need to. He's the leader. The leader of the cult does not tag with the people that are following. But he is always a presence. There is always a possibility that he'll be there. Sometimes he will. Sometimes he won't. For the larger prey that he wants to torment, he'll be there. But not like sitting at ringside like he used to with the the rocking chair. With the rocking chair, yeah. No, he's showing up. He's kicking ass. He's torturing or he's playing mind games. He's basically... Another version of The Undertaker. Which is what Bray Wyatt should have been the entire time. And what we led yeah, to. Yeah, but you know what? Everyone gets a second chance, and he's being invested in right now. And there is general interest in Bray Wyatt again. Yes. Because he can keep reinventing himself in these weirder and weirder ways, and people will seem to flock to it 
just like they did with the Fireflies and now the whole Firefly Funhouse. So, I mean, there is interest in him. And he, you can actually get more people over. You can bring a lesser tag team like the Ascension. They could be his followers. Not like the Wyatt family, but they could be... Everyone is... This is what it is. It's demented. They're changing their look. You can get a little crazy. You can get a little creepy. I know what people are saying that, oh, look what they did with Sanity. Yeah, this is insanity. This would be something completely different. Yeah, and you know what? And you could do it sort of like the ministry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Run it like something like that. That's That was my thought. Like, yeah. it would be the leader, the ringleader, which would be Bray. You would have your uh, disciples, which would be Ascension. Mm-hmm. You would have your second in command, your second in charge, which would be Finn. You bring a woman, maybe like an Ember Moon, corrupt her. She needs she could use an edgier side, and she's already kind of got that dark thing with the moon and all that. True. Yeah. So like she you could, can make that work. She could be like your creature of the night type thing. I mean, if I if I haven't had the phone ringing off the hook yet for my <laughs> fucking brilliant ideas, I don't know what they're waiting for. Trips, hit me up. <laughs> All right, so let's go to some of the responses to this question. Go for it. Uh, Random Hero responds, Smash the demon, have Finn disappear for however long, and come back using his undead paint schemes. So, I mean, the ultimate payoff wouldn't be the match. The ultimate payoff would be whatever happens after the match. Yes. In this scenario, yeah. Especially if Bray Wyatt buries the demon, Mm -hmm. that leads that is a massive massive accomplishment for Bray Wyatt well and then at that point is maybe they find something for Finn that they can get him ready quicker and he can have a gimmick to where he can use a lot on and off and you don't have to spend three hours painting the demon on you yeah so uh next one burn the clown (laughs) um it says I kind of hope the payoff puts back in him back in the world title I guess as Finn Mm-hmm. Um, then in a character versus character angle, but if Bray can get the strat before him, then I'm on board. So it would be. A, I don't think that this is leading for. I don't think that this is leading to Bray Wyatt in the title picture. Yeah, not, I, not I tend any, to agree with you on not that. Not anytime soon. He's yeah. he doesn't need. Here's the thing: there's certain people that just don't need it. That are characters that they don't need to have the title. Bray Wyatt, when he finally won the title, I wish he would have had it a little bit longer because. That he does have potential, and it's almost limitless potential on what he can do when given the time and the freedom and whatnot. Yeah, the opportunity, yeah. But he's one of those guys that doesn't need it. You're right, I agree. Seth yeah. Rollins is one of those guys. Seth Rollins does not need it. He can just keep putting on banger after banger. If you turn him heel, he really doesn't need it, but yeah. he would benefit greatly by having it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's, there's people that just don't need it. Like, Charlotte doesn't need a title. Charlotte doesn't need to have the title for another year or two. She can just continue to put on uh, clinics with everyone on the roster and eventually work her way back to it. Like, she doesn't need it. There's people that actually need it that, unfortunately, aren't going to give you the ratings that you want. That's why you have Brock Lesnar with the title again. So, I mean, I don't see this being a title payout. Would I be opposed to it? No. But I don't see the longevity in either of those two having the title right now. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think I think that has to stay off and kind of stay out of it for a little bit. I think they need to build. It might not ever get there. I'm it good might, with that, it too. He might not ever get to a title. He might not ever need it. 
if yeah, if they can build it the way that they should, then no, you, I agree. You, you don't need the title for that. If it's what it should be and what it was like, what it was back in the day, he ended up feuding with Cena and losing to Cena at his own game, trying yes. to turn Cena bad, and Cena ended up beating him. Yeah. Now, what they could have and what they should do, I don't think that they will ever do it, but. You have that in Roman. If Roman were to ever win the title again, let's face it, it's going to happen. So don't get fucking crazy on me. Don't say I'm putting the hex on you. But if it were to be Bray Wyatt as the Fiend versus Roman, if that's the ultimate end game for him to win the title, then I'm okay with that. To beat Roman. To actually do it right this time. To actually let the evil overcome. Yeah. And if you're moving to... Past PG and you're more edgy. You're gonna have the heroes be, you, you know, need, what I mean, they, beaten a lot. They have to be. They have to be beaten. Yeah, the heroes have to be beaten for them yes. to be actual heroes and claw their way back. That's so, what that's what the people want to see. That's a story right there. That's some storyline and storytelling ability. On to the last one, Mufaso Live. Technically, they're all great options, but forming a Why, tag team. Love the Fiend and the Demon would be a temporary thing. WWE doesn't know how to utilize tag teams. They'd put put on the back burner after a month. Bray needs a major a major title run. Listen to that crowd reaction. You know what? It's a fair point. The crowd reaction is something to to go off of, but he's going to get the crowd reaction no matter what, with the title or without the title. He's going to get that reaction because the people... Now, when you when you look online after one of his segments, that's the most talked about. They're like, oh, finally, they did something different. They did something right with Bray Wyatt. I mean, he's one of the most talked about. He's one of the only highlights of the week normally Yeah. for WWE. It's yeah. usually Bray Wyatt, and he's not even in the ring. He doesn't so have to be. He's yeah. going to get that reaction with or without the title, and he'll probably get it more without the title. Because yeah. people are looking for something different. Yeah, because the same old thing, it just isn't cutting it anymore. Nope. All right, well, that about wraps up our topic questions. And um, I think we can now move on. It's to... safe to say we can finally move on from the effing topic questions. Finally. <laughs> this week in wrestling. So what happened this week in wrestling there, Lair? So we have a couple announcements. Um, the first one, WWE has announced that this upcoming Monday... Raw will be the biggest Raw reunion ever. The biggest cheap pop night of the year. <laughs> yep. Get your uh, nostalgia ready because it's coming at you oh hard and heavy. I can't wait to be... I'm Look, not even, I don't even think I'm live tweeting it. I think I'm just going to read all, the responses. I don't care what you say. You're going to pop when you hear the glass shatter. Uh, that's a given. Yes. So you, you can say all you want, but that... That's the biggest thing is, are they going to hook you at at least one part of the night? Yeah, they will. And that's all that matters to them. Because if they have one superstar that draws in one part of the crowd, then it it worked. And you know what? It absolutely worked. You drag Austin out into the third hour, and now you've just hooked people like back and forth. Like, oh, fuck, he's not on you. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss Austin. Exactly. I wonder what he's going to do. Is he going to stun someone? Is he going to drink beers? Is he going to spray someone down with those beers? There's going to be, you're right, there's going to be at least one part of the night. And I think it, there will be a lot of corniness and a lot of bringing people. But I think it'll still be fun for some parts. I'd give it, I'll give it the better part of half will be good. Odds that we're going to see the click all together at 
I, in the night. Mine in a backstage capacity. Even I don't Kev- think they'll be in the ring. Even Kevin Nash? Kevin Nash, these are they advertise diesel. Can they I And wish, they advertise you know Xbox what, and they you know what I wish they Razor. would do. I I wish and it would be funny. And I think people would pop for it if you bring out Bogus Diesel and and Bogus Razor oh first. If you bring Is and, that guy still alive? Like I don't even know the Bogus, guy. He's probably fat as hell, but I don't care. Um, yeah, like he's uh, we're going to say right now that he's alive. I okay. don't know. I'm not going to fact so. check it right now, but yeah. if they I think people would pop cuz Bogus fucking Diesel was Kane. Yes. Oh my God! It would be great to have him back in that in Diesel that, gimmick. And be, I think people would like. And then you'd have the regular click come out and bury Bogus. Yes. Razor and Bogus Diesel. I think that that would be a nostalgia part. With and that not one. only that, it would be what the WWE likes to do, and that's a peek behind the curtain. That like. They and they're making fun of themselves. Like everything wouldn't make sense about It'd it. It'd be such good shit. <laughs> Which is why they probably won't be doing it because it's actually a good idea. Again, to do. Triple H. Yes. I mean, I can only give you so many ideas on this show that you should use. I mean, really, I'm just waiting right now for the phone call and the six figure contract. Um, Fuck that. I'm not selling myself short. The seven figure contract. <laughs> <laughs> I want Cena money. Damn it. So uh, bad news for Brother Nero, Jeff Hardy was arrested this week for being drunk in public. Passed out on the steps in a public stairwell reeking of alcohol. Now, who wrote this story? He might have had a couple. He might have had one too many Chardonnays. What Apparently, other? he admitted to the police that he was drinking vodka before they found him. Okay. And he was released on a $200 bond. That's not bad. No. But He wasn't in the he, car. No, he wasn't in the car. He wasn't arguing with the police. No, he wasn't doing so that. So that either. means he's getting a title shot when he comes back. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. He just can't. The alcohol seems to be the one thing he can't stop. I mean, he's done with the prescription stuff and every all the hard stuff, and he got clean for his kids. But I mean, when they came back after thirty-three, he got arrested for DUI. Yeah, it just seems to be one of those things that he just can't can't seem to get a hold of. No. It's a shame to see yeah. because he's, he's beaten it before. He just can't seem to, to steer clear. Yeah. Um, also this week, Viceland has announced that they are going forward with plans for a season two of Dark Side of the Ring. Ooh. And they've already if, shot... Jeff Hardy is going to be in there. <laughs> they already shot two episodes that they were going to add on to the first, but they couldn't. And um, they are the death of 80 star Dino Bravo. Okay. And the Chris Benoit tragedy. Oh, Jesus Christ. So that, I think, is probably going to be their highest rated one, period. I think so, too. Because I you're going to have people that that aren't even in the wrestling business that want to watch you're gonna that. You're going to have CTE and steroid yes. abuse people. Yep. You're going to have you're gonna have the whole shebang. Yeah. Everyone so, but Kevin Sullivan will be watching that one. Yeah. Um, and wouldn't that be crazy if they get Sullivan to talk? They, they they could. I don't think so. You don't think so? Nope. And we'll see. I mean, I can't it's wait gonna to see it. It's going to be interesting to see who they get for this. Because you don't have Eddie. Yeah. I mean, Malenko? Does Malenko come out of... Probably get, they're probably going to get Chavo. Probably. Probably going to get Chavo. Probably get Vicky. Go, Jericho? Yeah, I don't know. Jericho? Mm, I don't know. That, that'd probably be a tough one to get. It's going to be interesting to see the... the you're probably still going to get Pritchard. Cornette, Pritchard, maybe. Corn, yeah, Cornette, maybe. Um, still, yeah. I mean, the people that 
were around him the most. I mean, some of them aren't even here anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's going to be interesting to see maybe. who they get. I, mean, I don't know if Mysterio under WWE contract was, well. Pritchard. Yeah, but Pritchard's different. Pritchard's up there. I don't know. We'll see. I can't wait for it because all of them that I watched, they were all great. That's going to be insane. Yes. Mark it down on your calendar for whenever that comes out because <clears throat> that's going to be a good one. Yeah. So, also this week we have the um, G1 climax. The G1 and the matches that, like I said, from what I've seen have been amazing, but I have picked certain matches. I haven't watched all of them. But, um, well, it's better than what I've been able to do because my New <laughs> Japan world froze on me. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get caught off finally. And I go on, it just it just won't load. Nothing will load. That's brutal. It is. It's brutal. But I did manage to watch Moxley versus Jeff Cobb. And this match was hard-hitting, as you would expect, coming from Cobb and Moxley. But it was very mediocre as far as the energy goes. It was very sloppy. It, it, it looked like it was the first time they wrestled each other. No chemistry, really. But it was still an okay match for I mean it was and that's what it was okay, um, but I mean as far as the block goes, we have the standings up till today anyway of what it looks like and in block A you have Kenta and Okada tied with six points apiece in the lead and then Archer with four, uh, Evil with four and my pick Osprey with two. And that's not looking good for you. Uh, it's early. It's early. Uh, it's not that early. And uh, Saber Junior has zero, which I thought was, I don't know, I'm gonna say surprising so a, little a little bit. Surprising. Yeah. Um, Block B, the it's leaders. Su- what the most surprising part of that is Kenta comes in as the newcomer and just runs ship so far. So far, yeah. And then you have on Block B, you have Ishi who has four, Moxley with four, and Juice wow. Robinson with four. Hmm. See. And Moxley's now undefeated right now. He's two and zero. Yes. So hasn't faced Juice yet, though. Has not. I think that might be his first L. You think? I think Juice goes over. But didn't you have Moxley I, going I, undefeated? Look, to the I, thing? I'm I'm always one to say I w- love to be wrong. Yeah, and I think that someone has to benefit from Moxley because he's not going to be there for that long because he's starting AW full time in October. So. Someone's got to benefit from from it. He already took the title from Juice. Now that just whoever beats him is gonna have the shot at that title. Yeah, which which would be better if it was Juice. Well, Juice I would, would be like a, a rematch. Three time. Yeah. As I say that, I don't think it's gonna be Juice. <laughs> Talking yourself out of it that quick. I am because I don't think Juice is gonna be a three time champion. I I, I kind of think someone else has to beat Moxley, but. Never I'll get, know. I'll get to that later on in the blocks. Other, I'm uh, going to dwell on that one a little. Bit. Other to, and in block B, the surprises I thought Cobb with zero points. It, it doesn't really surprise me as much, but the one these two really surprised me: Naito and Jay White, both with zero points so far. That is shocking. Yeah, that especially, and Naito especially. Naito was the one that really shocked me that he. Oh, Jay White's the former champion. Yeah, to not have any wins yet is mm-hmm. a little surprising. Yes, just goes to show you that. Anything can happen this year in the G1. Absolutely. I mean, Okada having six points right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, is he the front runner? He's the champion. Is he the front runner in the whole thing to w- run the whole thing and win? I mean, he could it, be. Would it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Then he picks his his challenger. Yeah. For Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, right now, 
it, again, it's there's or, so. It's m- not Wrestle. Is it Wrestle Kingdom? I don't know. We're gonna we'll edit that one later. <laughs> but we won't edit it and at all. So, no, no one will ever correct me on it either. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's shaping up to be a pretty entertaining. Uh, oh, it's already tournament. Been, it's, it's already just, been entertaining. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's what it's the tournament of summer. Yeah, makes you wish that other companies would do this. I know it's a it's a write off, but maybe not at the same time. But do something in the fall. But I, I would love a March Madness style tournament in WWE, or fucking let AEW do it. Yeah, you I can take my ID that. too, Cody. Yeah. You can hit me up, Trips, Cody, whoever gets to me first, man. I got all the ideas. Just waiting for the phone call. My number is nine 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 nine. You had so much. Wait, wait. Okay, I'm gonna Eight, stop six, this seven, right five, here. Three, yeah, nine. thank you. You had so many more opportunities of so I'm many not... more famous phone numbers that you could have rattled off from your pop culture knowledge, and you chose a bunch of nines. Yeah, I don't want people to know my my <laughs> shit. Ah, oh, you disappoint me sometimes, Joe. You really do. I'm not Tommy Two Tone. <laughs> don't you put that hex on me. <laughs> So that's uh, about all I got for the G1 and for This Week in Wrestling. Um, we actually don't have any uh, rumors we, we have this no week rumors either. this week, although we do have one, and I will, bre- I will break it out. There was a, a tweet put out by WrestleTalk that something about NXT possibly being aired on Fox on Wednesdays to counter-program <laughs> AEW. Now, what would your thoughts be on that? NXT versus AEW. Um, who do I think? Who do I? Who do we think the ratings draw? I think AEW out outdoes NXT for the first little bit. If I'm going by, all right, it's hard because again, we haven't seen a TV show yet. We we know what to expect from NXT. We, we do, don't... but they're still in they're still a niche market. NXT. You're right. Yeah, but I'm telling you. This event, I, I went back and I watched Fight for the Fallen because I was at Evolve, so I didn't get to see it. So I watched it. Oh, I know, I watched it too. It was, I know you know, but I know I haven't spoken to you since I watched it. God, it, it, it takes the wind out of your sails and being an optimistic fan and hoping they're doing And then you watch that and there were so many just god-awful parts. That, I mean, the Brandy Rhodes the whole thing was just weak. And I don't know if if that is the product that I'm looking at to go up against NXT. NXT wins every time. Yeah. But if they, if I mean, but again, there's no TV yet. We can't compare it to anything. We haven't seen what their TV model is, so I can't significantly say because on the surface, their TV model is is good. NXT could be in trouble because they can do a lot more than NXT can do. AEW can do more than NXT. I think, yeah, because I think they have more freedom at being a two hours and being on a cable network. Unless unless when they go to FS1, FS1 gives them... What if they're just on Fox? You think they'll put NXT on Fox, though? I think, I have a feeling NXT's going to FS1. I think SmackDown is going to be the show for Fox. And then you have FS1, which is just a little downshoot, just like NXT is. So I think you're looking at FS1. Which, either way, it's not a big deal, but... It's going to be wrestling versus wrestling. It's going yes. to be who's the better storylines, who's the more marketable talent. And it's, I mean, if you go to if you go to Fox with NXT or FS1, which is still Fox, yeah, of course, Fox One, yeah. 
I mean, if you're you're going to highlight, I mean, look what you have talent wise in NXT, and I'm not. I mean, obviously you have your your names over in AEW too, but I mean, they can go toe to toe. Of course they can, absolutely. And not only that, let's not forget that there is a whole roster of unused talent on WWE that, hey, what's that? AEW went ahead, let's drop some guys down, and now they're on NXT. Like, it's very simple for them to go, eh, we're not using Robert Roode, we're not using, you know what I mean? Sami Zayn. Yeah, drop them guys down, and guess what? Now NXT got a whole lot better just by two or three guys. Yeah. So Or girls. Yeah, or girls, for that matter. Um, which actually would be better, in my opinion. I think the guys are pretty much set on that roster. They could use a couple women to come down and bolster that women's roster. But Ooh, word of the day, bolster. <laughs> but Scotty's on fire. I think, uh, yeah, I. you know what? I would lean towards NXT winning a lot more just because they... In the long run, you, you got an NXT. But I think in, yeah. the, in the short run, when it because it's going to be new. Yes. We know what NXT is. Of I think AEW takes it in the new new market. I agree. Yeah. So that was your rumor. Yes. Or one rumor. Uh, I have one last thing that I saw online and I, I talked to Joe about it because I wanted to get his opinion on it. And you know whose opinion matters the most. It's Big J's. So, um, Spinning the one and two, Big J. Chad, Tonight we have for you, we got the thong song recording by Cisco. I thought you were going to go juvenile on that one. Got to be honest. Oh, no, if we're listening to easy listening on the twos, it is going to be Cisco with his acoustic version of the thong song. It's unplugged, baby. All right, so back to this tweet I saw. Um, it's from Chad Dove, and top big bold letters fact check. And it's you a do list. Know, this, this person that you're mentioning is a professional troll. Uh, that's fine. I, I thought it was interesting. They got your, when your, I saw your, it. Your gooses, your gooses riled up. So um, they put all these names and greater than another set of names. So they put JR greater than the entire WWE announced team. No. I agree. I And if you listen to... JR but, now? No. No, absolutely not. No way in hell. JR 97? Maybe, yeah, yeah definitely. absolutely. But there's no way he touches Corey Graves and, and uh, Michael Cole because Michael Cole's actually or really good. Nigel McGuinness for that matter. That too. Absolutely. And and Ronaldo. <laughs> or, yeah, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, sorry, JR, you lose. He's not even good as what, Tom... What is it? Tom... <laughs> Tom Phillips. Phillips. <laughs> Phillips. <laughs> what did Jericho used to call him? Mike? <laughs> Something like that. Um, now this one, th- and this is hard. Rhodes greater than Anoy, which is the... The Samoan dynasty. Yes. There's so many goddamn people in that family. There's only three Rhodes. Well, but like, what is he saying? Is he saying... You could go a lot of ways with this. Is are ha- you saying the the uh, the Usos? Because then, are you saying just Dustin and Cody are better than the Usos? Or you got... Eh. Well, here's the eh. Samoan dynasty. Haku's in there. The Rock is in there. The Rock is fucking in there. The G.O.D., you got fucking the Usos. You got Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. That's a big fucking. They're the head shrinkers. So wherever the he's fucking going with head it, shrinkers. Well, all right, so let's go this way. I doubt that that is as big as he was thinking because it looks like he's just doing AEW. Well, that's pretty WWE. fucking stupid. But if he's just doing that, okay. what what is your thing? You Usos have... over the road or Rhodes? Do you think Rhodes are are greater than the Usos? If that's what this means. No. 
You don't think that Rhodes are better than the Usos? As a cohesive tag team? No. Yeah. They've only had I, okay. one match in AEW. I agree. They've had matches before. Their matches in WWE as, don't touch the Usos. As great, right as, now. as great as Cody is, is Dustin's 50-some years old. Put them in the ring with the Usos and see how long, if you really want to do it, and see how long Dustin can go. And I'm not taking anything away from Here's the him. thing. I'll catch some heat with this. I thought I didn't like the, the Brotherhood versus the Bucks match. I thought it was very, very drawn out. I thought it was very long. I thought some of the storytelling was there, but I just thought, like, I, look, I mean, part of that goes to the commentating. Part of that yes. goes to the first part of this. You're right. Because, look, I wasn't always paying attention to the TV, which is my bad. But what I look for or what I listen for is for excitement, is for something to be like, oh, shit, I'm missing something. Yes. Got to look up. I didn't get that at all. So I didn't look up. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I needed to look up. And when I did, I was like, okay. It's the same stuff you're used it, to seeing. It's yeah, it's you're playing your greatest hits. In, Next. in a pretty sloppy put together match. I yeah. mean heat throw your heat my way, but I didn't I didn't it wasn't for me. Next. Lucha Brothers greater than Taker and Reigns. Yes. I Obviously. Mean, come on. We completely agree. If, if we're gonna go with singular and over a career standpoint, no, Undertaker wipes them all out single handedly by himself. Yes. But Right now, yes, the Lucha Brothers are better than the one-off tag team that was Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Yes, okay, we'll give you that one. The Graveyard Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just call them the Gravy Dogs? Yeah. And they can have, like, uh, mashed potatoes and they'll come out. Come out like the New Day. Throw mashed potatoes. <laughs> Throw lumps of mashed potatoes? Yeah. While singing Scoopski Potato? Yeah. The whole time? There you Scoopski go. Potato, Scoopski Potato, Scoopski Potato, Scoopski Potato, Scoopski Potato. <laughs> There's your gimmick. Next one, Omega greater than Styles. Okay, I'll let you go first. Um, I think it's very, very, very close. Okay. Very close. If you're saying that, then there is no right answer. Yeah, I, there I, is. I, there, I don't. Can, I think it's a very objective question. First of all, you, that's a yeah. That's. But I think they're both fucking amazing, and look, Styles uh, has years on on Omega. Yeah, and Styles is still able to put on top-notch match with every different person on the roster. Look, he put together a fucking match with Brock Lesnar. He put together a match with Ricochet. Now, if those aren't two of the complete opposite sides of the spectrum, and he put on a great match with both, and throw in the middle there Seth Rollins, I mean, Styles was in those matches. Styles was a huge part of those matches. Yeah. I mean, Omega, yeah, Omega's got it. If Omega was in the same spot, do I believe he'd be in... Yes, I do. Absolutely, yeah. So it is. It's a toss-up. So yeah. that one, you can't put someone. You can't put one over the other. Yeah, they would need to be in the ring together at the same time. To this one, I believe this next one's unfair as well, because this is just obvious. Young Bucks greater than the man and the man's man. Like, all right, come on. Like, you're, you're going to do an intergender tag okay. team well, over the, the Young it de- Bucks? It depends on who's looking at this because. Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are hugely over. They're two of the faces of the company. Yeah, but you're comparing them as a tag team when this is one of the greatest tag teams in the world, obviously. Yeah. So, and what would have made more sense would have been the Young Bucks versus the, the Usos. Usos. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I'm not. I mean, of we're course, not even gonna. We agree, not. Yeah, Young Bucks win, of course. Librarian greater than Corbin. No. What has the librarian done since signing with ECW? I mean, ECW. Wow. Where'd that come from? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. AEW. Episode 99. <laughs> um, 
what what aside from shushing shushing each other backstage, what has he done? Where Corbin has generated been legit a heat, heat magnet. Legitimate heat, not and not to get 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 right out of my TV. Get 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 off my TV. No, he didn't. He didn't get no like get 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 off my TV. He's got real heat, and he's very good at what he does. Solidified that when he fucking end of days Becky Lynch. That was the nail in the coffin of generating heat. Yes, that's what you do, and they did it perfectly. That was a stupid... No, Corbin over both of them. Dark Order, greater than the revival. No, I'm not even, not even, <laughs> nope, even going to let you... I'm not going to let that even occupy my mind. The per, the people that have had... I mean, given this, the, in the indie scene, they might be wildly popular, but... They're still not the revival. No, they're, they're not. not. Hangman, greater than Kofi. No. And that's coming from a, you're a big, no, I'm a big fan of big of Hangman. Hangman fan. I actually yes. want him to be Jericho. Yeah, but no, and I might be biased because I was in the arena when Kofi Hangman ain't getting that. Hangman ain't getting that. Doesn't matter how well and how great the story is in front of him that is being told, he's not getting that reaction that Kofi, that Kofi got. There's no way. It's, apple, and it's apples and oranges. It's not fair, but you're no. right. And Kofi's had by far one of the most successful runs as a champion in the past year or two, besides maybe Styles. Yeah, and this is a lot shorter than Styles. Styles did it over a year, mm-hmm. three hundred seventy-one days. Kofi's doing it, just putting on match after match, and he's solidifying himself as a top champion. Yeah, Hangman's not there yet. Yeah, I mean I it's still early it. though. That's yeah, the thing. You can't, it's not. That's fa- why. And that the main point of this whole list that I went over is is fanboying. It's fanboying, yeah, and it's a, it's it's trolling people and trying to get it a reaction. Is. And but I like it because I like being able to talk wrestling and talk different opinions, and that's the whole the point behind this. Yes, this is someone's opinion, but this is a skewed opinion, mm-hmm. which is everyone's opinion. Yes. No, we're not. We do not have professional opinions. These are just our opinions. Yeah. Are they right? Yes. Yeah, of course they're right. But you know what? They're still our opinions, and you agree. You're shaking your head. Yes. <laughs> you guys were right. Obviously. Obviously. So uh, last week we talked about our next episode was going to have the gymnasty boys. They ended up getting booked. Um, how last, dare how dare night. they take a paying job instead of talking to us for free about wrestling? How dare they? But we uh, rescheduled for next week, so um, hopefully we'll have the Gymnasty Boys on next week. But um, episode 100 is coming, obviously, being this being 99. So yes, we have... because the natural trajectory of numbers goes 99, then 100. Yes. Now so... that you're all caught up to speed with regular counting... <laughs> We'll have a special episode for episode 100. Yeah, we're going to try. Uh, yeah, we're going to try our best to. Um, but, again, we've promoted it for a month now, I think. Uh, PWE, July 26th, next Friday night. Northeast Philly, down to Wrestle Factory. Tickets, 15 in advance, 20 at the door. You have to come out. Cheeseburger versus Joey Ryan. You have Joey Ryan's mystery uh, partners. It's probably us. They didn't tell us yet, but it's probably. I mean, yeah, we're gonna walk. We're gonna be there two hours early to set up anyway, so that's what it's gonna be. It's probably it's, gonna of be. Of course. Us. I mean, obviously. But Rhett Titus, it, it's just going to be 
a really good night Anthony of wrestling. Green Anthony Green will be there. Green's there'll be a one. friggin' robot there. There's going to be all sorts. There's going to be there's someone the, someone yodeling. There's yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff going on. Mustaches, mullets. Welcome to 1988, baby. Fanny packs. Oh yeah. It's going to be a really good card. And if penises. Penises. Uh, yeah, penises all over the place. So <laughs> if you're going to be in Philadelphia the next dicks are Friday flying night, in Philly. come down to the Wrestle Factory. Spend your Friday night. With us. With us. Watch some wrestling. Have some fun. I mean, what else is Friday night? Buy for? our friggin' t-shirts. Yes. Yeah, we will have merch available. Yeah. yeah we'll so, have merch available. But absolutely. before we end this show, we're going to end it with the promo the promo of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman. Talk about your psalms, talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. John Cena, while you... You lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be. I want you to listen to me. Even though lately you've had some sunny days, my friend, you still can't get the job done. I'm going to tell you all, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Here we go. I had a dream. I had this dream. I had this dream that I was going to elevate the tag team division, the entire tag team division. And look what happened. I failed. I followed the dream. I, fo I, I followed. I followed the dream. And I, I tried to take all these jokers, all these people just swiveling their hips. I tried to take them to the main event. Tried to take them to the main event of WrestleMania. And I failed. But you know what? I don't. I don't think that it was me that failed. I think in pursuing this excellence, they brought me down to mediocrity. I was trying to elevate the tag team division, but they're unelevatable. Do you hear that? Unelevatable. If I want to change the planet, if I want to save the planet, I, I have to. I have to aim higher, Sarah. I have to aim higher. Well, that was uh, interesting, to say the least, as the promo of the week. Daniel Bryan had a little bit of a dark and edgier, almost like a... When he started whispering at the end, it kind of had a little Bray Wyatt in there. Yeah. He had to aim higher. <laughs> I was being on his leg. I had to aim higher. I wanted to hit him in the chin. I had to aim higher. You hear me? Aim higher. Swing higher, Peter. Swing higher. Little swing kids reference if you got that one. <laughs> uh, this is, I, I mean, and we didn't get a announcement. We were supposed to get an announcement on SmackDown. So we really have no idea what the fuck he we was talking about. No, I mean, do you think he could go down to two hundred five live? Do you think maybe they all of a is that really it? aiming higher? To, he wanted to elevate the tag division. Yeah, so but instead of you that, elevating, you're elevating an entire show. No, instead of a division. That's not aiming higher. And unfortunately, and I don't mean that. That's not aiming higher. <laughs> What is he aiming higher for? He's got to take. He's got to go. He's what, you go for the title. Like you just had the title. It's not like you haven't been there before. What'd you do with it? 
What is he going to aim? What is he going to do then? That's I. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Well, it's it's peaked interest, and he came out Tuesday, and he came out, and he shook his head, and he didn't say a thing mm-hmm. three times. Yeah. Never found out what this is going to be. Yeah. Never found out what this new plan for Daniel Bryan is going to be. It's intriguing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot. I, I, this I can't whole wait, new Daniel Bryan thing as a whole has been great. He's probably my favorite right now. As in all of wrestling, I'd say Daniel Bryan is. Again, because he was in his yes movement, I love that. That was me marking out all the time. <laughs> yeah. But this is a completely different aspect of Daniel Bryan, and I would love to see if he's able to evolve even more. Maybe he's going to evolve. Maybe he's really aiming high backwards. <laughs> I was going to say, 205 Live wasn't high enough. we got to go down to evolve. What if he shows up in NXT? That would be amazing. What if it's him? What if... He takes out Gargano. He's aiming higher. Takes out Gargano, and it's Cole versus Daniel Bryan. It'd be huge. It'd be absolutely huge. It'd be, I mean, you can set it up at SummerSlam and fucking Bryan. They're already doing the two out of three falls. It, here's here's what 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 wouldn't work for that, because Johnny Gargano would have to get retribution. Yeah, true. And you don't want to take the title off of Cole right away. So do you have? Cole beat Brian with Gargano coming out, setting up for Gargano versus Daniel Bryan. You would have to. That would be insane. You would have to. This is never going to happen. But again, but tri- it'd, be, it'd tri- be fun. Triple H phones, phones always open for you, buddy. So uh, if, if you were going to set something up that would be crazy for the next takeover, I think that would be monumental. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Imagine the buzz behind that. You think Gargano Cole has some buzz, which it lost a little fizzle because it's the third time. Mm-hmm. This is your buzz. Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan for the NXT title. I mean, again, it's not really, it's a lateral move. Yeah, absolutely. Is. It's not really going backwards, but if you're going to aim high, why not aim for the best wrestling show that they have? Pure wrestling. NXT. And probably one of the best champions that they got in the company right now. So that will about do it. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. You know what? 99. Yeah, we are through 99 episodes. It's pretty incredible. How does it feel, people? Does it feel good? Does it make you all warm and excited inside? Do you really want to just hug your loved ones right now? We did it together, guys. We did it together. We're going to thank you for this one. Thanks, guys. You're special. Thank you, all of you. Now go the fuck away. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be talking to you very soon. Later.